watch the news at all Friday night, you saw that the meteorologists were talking about how the power of these storm cells were so well defined, more defined than they've ever seen in their reporting career. As the storm moved east, there were winds from the south that would come and cause the storm to shift, which would in turn cause a rotation, which would in turn cause a tornado. Is there about to be a shift of power in Jerusalem with Jesus' entry on Palm Sunday? That could be all the more maddening for some, but it could be all the more transforming What might transform you? What might lift us up out of our guilt as we discover the power of love in the unexpected? Let us hear this story that we know, but let us hear it again with fresh ears as we turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. And I hope you'll join me in the Bibles you've brought in your devices or in the few Bibles that are Beginning Matthew 21, verse 1. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphagia at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. In the midst of all of the commotion of March Madness, at least in the basketball sense, I find myself pulling for the underdog. This Palm Sunday, the disciples must have been excited on one hand, but must have been nervous on the other, probably even a little bit scared. The entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem for Passover week was turning into a big deal. Would Jesus be perceived as the underdog or as the king? And what would happen to Jesus? What would happen to Jesus demonstrates a love for peace and people by creating an entrance that proclaimed the authority of God's kingdom rather than an earthly or political kingdom. 
Think about Jerusalem. What has its history been? It's been a city that's been conquered and resisted being been conquered many times. And when it was conquered, the conquered general or person in charge would come in on a large horse. But a donkey. An animal of peace. To enter Jerusalem on a donkey would have symbolized an arrival.
when we look for power, when we look for love in the wrong places, we fall into a state of deeper weakness. Addicted to the feeling of having it, constantly <laughs> fearful of losing it. This, in fact, leads to more anxiety, more fear, and less love. Power of love isn't something anyone possesses, but rather it's a force that is unstoppable when shared. And it grows at its being used. Communities know this, and we've seen it in action this week. Churches experience this when they unlock the forces within a congregation to make their neighborhood a better. Psalm 118 that many of the youth and the children shared with us earlier reminds us that it's better to take refuge in the Lord, for it is his steadfast love that endures forever. It reminds us that a source of strength in times of trials doesn't always come from the places we expect. In verse 22 of 118. Mark that verse. The stone builders rejected, the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Salvation is found no place else. And so we look for love in the unexpected places. Saturday morning I found myself in a dilemma. Needing to finish the sermon, I confess. But also wanting to go and help those who have been hurt or harmed or the destruction. Especially Covington, the community that we moved here from, the people that we knew who had lost homes. I reached out to several. And they said to me, should I go anyway? If I went, what would I go looking for, hoping I wonder how many people in the crowds on Palm Sunday were there just because they wanted to be there or just because everybody else was going. What did these people on Palm Sunday come looking for? <laughs> it seems to be unex it's unexpected, the energy and the passion that attracts us to a Cinderella team during a basketball tournament. It's compassion and desire to make a difference and help those who are hurting that drives us to respond to tragedy. We would want the same thing if we were in their shoes. Seagull is displayed in a coach, a church, a person. When one is able to gather the passion of many and channel it into one common goal, one common Are you and I so committed to God and following Him that we will gather together in one common purpose? The best example I've ever seen of this passion comes from Jesus. We see it in today's text. And where is He headed? To God's dwelling. And along his journey, he displays incredible energy, enthusiasm, and eagerness to fulfill God's purpose 
to do his father's will. He was confident in his mission, and he was willing to carry it out. He knew the people would turn on him, but he kept his head high and his eyes focused. Jesus once again demonstrated the source of love because he knew the source of that love. And his greatest act of love was the gift of his life. I cannot imagine what the people facing storms must have gone through in protecting the families. I can't imagine what administrators, custodians, substitute teachers, and even police face in protecting the children that come to school in Nashville. Some died because of it. Some were saved. Many who have lost everything they had or their worlds have been 
expected quick destruction of tornadoes. This weekend and even more last weekend. We recognize the pain of families who lost loved ones in schools and tragedies that have taken place in Nashville. For moments we don't understand. Lord, we pray for each. We pray for all. Lord, we pray for those in our own community who've been in the hospital or need your healing touch. For Gloria Hepburn and Jim Pugh, Carol Mathis, and many others, Lord, on their continued recovery. And Lord, we pray community. We pray for our church. We pray for all your people. That on this Palm Sunday as we recognize and celebrate your presence, to realize in this week ahead and the journey we take, that you take. That sometimes it's a tough road ahead. But Lord, there's hope. So amidst the pain, the tragedy, the hurt, the sorrow, may we be sources of your love that others may know.